here, reminding you for your safety to stay seated with that seatbelt fastened good and tight as you spin. Come on, buddy. Get with the beat. W Radio. Your information station. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the WW Radio Show your Walt Disney World Information Station. I am your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 478. And I'm here once again, not only to help you have the best possible vacation experience when you come to Walt Disney World, but I also want to bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are, whenever you are, with this podcast, videos, our great team of blog writers, my books, audio tours, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. And also be sure and join me every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern as I do a live video broadcast over on Facebook. You can ask me anything, play 20 questions, and call into the show. Again, it's every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern at Facebook.com slash Radio. So what I love about visiting and revisiting Walt Disney World is that there's always something new to discover. And it doesn't matter how many times you've been or how much an expert or veteran you consider yourself, or even if you think that you've done it all, because not every special or unique or even delicious experience can be found on a map or in a guidebook. So this week, I'm going to take you with me to one of my favorite places and times of day to find a very special snack and experience as we go to the Sanaa Lounge at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge at Kidani Village. From culinary delights to specialty cocktails, it's a fun, relaxing experience inspired by the spice markets of Africa that is one of my personal favorites in all of Walt Disney World and where you might just find me late one evening. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show. I'll have some updates about upcoming WW Radio events and meets of the month, your calls and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Disney World, I say this all the time, is full of hidden treasures. And I believe that sometimes those are little details, they're stories, they're hideaways, sometimes they're overlooked experiences, and sometimes, as in the case of tonight, there are actually some hidden treasures in terms of dining experiences, even locations as well. And Look at me. This body didn't come naturally. I'm a late-night snacker, and one of the things I love to do is be able to go out maybe after a day or an evening in the parks and find some unique locations in the parks and resorts to find a little late-night snack, maybe get out and get away with some friends. And tonight, I'm going to share with you uh, not just one of my favorites, but one that I think is not necessarily considered 
a, a location or a destination to go to for late night snacks, late night cocktails, late night appetizers, and what I think is one of the most unique and oh so very delicious and shareable locations anywhere in Walt Disney World. We're here at Sanaa at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kidani Village, but more importantly, we are in the Sanaa Lounge, and this lounge is open from 11.30 in the morning till, I believe, midnight, and much like we're doing tonight, we are here uh, sort of after <clears throat> uh, regular dinner hours for a little sampling of the cocktail menu and, of course, the snack and appetizer menu as well, and tonight... I invite you to join me and us around the table virtually, and I've brought along some friends because food is always best when it is shared with friends. Just wait till we get to the bread service. So, as always, I believe in ladies first. Uh, returning to the show, <clears throat> this time, Sans Children is Deanna Mangello. Good evening. New to the show, I believe, first appearance ever. Yes, actually. Well, there was, there was the you came into you were in the box one night. Yes. You came into the office in the box, but introduce yourself. It's Nikki Ostrowski from Windermere, Florida, formerly Downers Grove, <laughs> Illinois. Hey, welcome to Windermere. You've been waiting to say that you're from Windermere, Florida, like forever. I was to say for the past like six months, past maybe about fifteen years to be honest. And as we're recording this, it is it is technically winter here, which is a, it's a cold night in Windermere. It's about sixty two degrees. What do you think it is back in Chicago? I think it's about thirty degrees, and they're getting a couple inches of snow. And I am wearing shorts. <laughs> and you're a runner, and I've seen all your pictures of you for some reason running amidst the palm trees, as opposed to amidst the the ice and snow. Correct. And I love the palm trees. I cannot get enough of the palm trees. If you think you like the palm trees, wait till you try the bread service. And back on the show once again uh, is Frank Hart. Hey, Lou. How are you doing tonight? Listen, man, this I am super excited because, A, we're eating, but, two, because I just went A and two. You know what I meant. A and B, two, A, one and two, <clears throat> because this has, <clears throat> excuse me, for years been one of those places I've loved to come with friends late night. Oftentimes we're sitting at the big family-style table here, but I've always really considered this, I don't know why I'm giving this away, but it really is such a hidden treasure because I think it's so far off the radar. And when you do want to come for <clears throat> maybe not a full meal or just a snack, I think a lot of times people overlook lounges like we've done in the past. Territory Lounge is another one of my favorites. Uh, some of the other lounges you can find in the resorts. But I think... I like this most. You heard me refer to the bread service. Um, and I, I like, like the theming. I like the intimacy. I mean, it's a very, very small lounge. There's one large table with eight seats. There's two other tables with four. And then there's a bar with about six. So this is not a very big location. But I think, and you guys have never been here before, correct? No, never been here. But I've heard Lori Oliveri talk about it. I've heard um, Shane Bishop talk about it. I know Luke Lawson's talked about it. Everyone's talked about it from the running team, and we're the newbies that have never been here. And you've never been here? I've never been here. You have talked this up so much that I'm excited to be here. So. <laughs> and the scary thing is, this is like our third dinner of the evening. <laughs> we, <were> already, <laughs> we literally ate dinner and then came here again. But I think what you know, the idea uh, of places like this and Territory Lounge is... It is a nice sort of getaway outside the park. So, and, and I think 
the important thing to note is you don't need to be staying here to make it a point to come here. And each of the lounges, if you go back, and I'll link in the show notes to review of Territory Lounge, every lounge has not only its own theming and style, but own flavors as well. So stuff you're going to find here, you're not going to find anywhere else. Uh, you can get, and you, and you can order, and we'll talk about this some more, you can order from the full menu, but they also have a specific bar menu as well. So have you guys ever done that? Have you ever gone out um, or either at your resort or after a day in the parks and gone to one of the resort lounges to either have cocktails, get together with friends, or even get something to eat? Because I think a lot of times people, you go to the lounge to have a drink, but you don't have to, to have a drink or be a drinker in order to enjoy the lounge. Uh, I've only gone for drinks before, never food, so I'm excited to see what they offer here, but never for food, but in the past... I would say I've never have, so I'm kind of excited to hear and try the bread service. So that's like the big thing. So I think as a parent, after being at the parks all day with your kids, you're kind of over the top and you need some unwinding time. So these lounges give the opportunity for families to come here with their children because it's very family friendly. And they could sit here and have a cocktail and a little snack and just kind of unwind a little bit. So it's a very, the, the atmosphere is definitely appetizing in more ways than one. And one of the reasons why I like making the, oh, it's so far away. It's like, it takes us 20 minutes to get here. <laughs> Everybody that lives in, like, the opposite side is like, really? You're complaining about it? You'll see as a local, you'll be like, Animal Kingdom is so far away. But one of the reasons why I like making this is because it is so unique. You guys walked into the lobby, and you had never, the two of you have never been even in this building before, correct? No, I've only been to the Jumbo House. I've never come over to the side, and mainly because I forgot where Sanaa was, but... I mean, the architecture here is just as beautiful as the other side. And to Deanna's point, if you brought the kids, go show them the animals later. You could be make a night of it, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, as we walked downstairs, and again, this is the a much smaller side of the resort, so the lobby is much smaller. It's a lot more intimate. But as we came down the stairs and looked outside, again, overlooking the savannah, you saw there's the huge fire pit outside. There's night vision goggles. So you really could sort of make an evening of it. And I think, Deanna, to your point, you can do it with your children or without your children. Um, it, it wouldn't be... Um, you could bring a, a children here so that they can get a snack or obviously a non-alcoholic beverage. Right. They, they, they offer a lot of... And we'll go over the menu with you. They offer a lot of good opportunities for kids and for families. But I think the wonderful thing is as soon as you walk into the building, it's very inviting. It's very warm. It's, it's somewhere where you want to be. Um, the colors, the atmosphere. So that's why I've always I've always loved this, this um, hotel, and I've always loved coming here because of that reason. And I think, obviously, it, it's so unique because it's, you know, the decor represents so many of the different cultures and people and regions of Africa, but the menu itself at, at, at Sanaa, the, the restaurant proper, has a lot of Indian flavors to it as well. Um, we'll have to do a live restaurant review of Sanaa. Look how excited you got <laughs> of, the, uh, of the restaurant. And one thing that's you, and, and not necessarily unique to here, but you don't find in all the lounges is when we sat down, in addition to bringing us the bar menu, they also brought us the full Sanaa menu. So if you can't or don't want to or just are saying, hey, we're hungry and maybe don't need or, or can't get a reservation at Sanaa, you do have access to the oh-so-very-large and oh-so-very-delicious menu. Um, whether you want to just get the bread service, there's a, there's five different appetizers. Um, I, I, I love things like the Durban um, 
the Durban shrimp and the butter chicken. Um, or you can have a full meal. And it, again, this, the flavors at Sanaa are unique to anywhere else on property. You've never eaten at Sanaa? Never been to Sanaa. You've never been to Sanaa? No, I'm a newbie. I'm going to take you under my wing, my young Padawan, and I'm going to introduce you to all the culinary joys that Walt Disney World has to offer. Because um, the food here is phenomenal, and it is, it's very different than you're going to have anywhere else. And I know, we just had dinner, and I'm like, I could order a full meal. Um, but we're here for the lounge itself. And um, you'll notice that when you go to any of the Walt Disney World lounges and bars, they give you the same book-style menu that is maybe, you know, eight inches by six inches or so. And you'll find as you go through the cocktail menu, there are some that can be found at most of the locations. There are also some cocktails that are unique to a lot of the, the restaurants themselves. But here, and the reason why we are here, you've heard us mention before, is they do have uh, five different items. If you go to the back of the menu, you'll find five different, um, appet- I, I hate to even call it appetizers because they're, they're larger than that. The Indian-style bread service, which obviously, as Nikki says, is the stuff of legend. We'll come back to that. There's also a salad sampler, which has samples of chickpeas with cucumber and tomato, watermelon, cucumber, and fennel, which is one. Oh, it's delightful. Nigerian root vegetables and citrus. That runs $8. The lamb kefta sliders. I love those. Goat cheese, peppers, and pickled shallots. Uh, I almost want to describe what it tastes like, but I'll wait till we order them. And... Good Gandhi, I love me a samosa, a potato and pea samosa with tamarind and mango chutney. There's also a cheese selection with traditional garnishes, but it's the Indian-style bread service. You come, you, you come for the bread service, and you're going to come back for the bread service. Um, you get, according to the menu, a choice of five breads, three accompaniments, or for $2 more, this is the way to do it, kids. You get all nine. So there's a traditional naan, a garlic ginger naan, spice naan, onion, kulcha, and paneer paratha. You're stopping me for what? So before we left the house and we started to discuss the menu, I wanted to make sure we have extra sauces. <laughs> so this is what I was talking about. Don't when get I saucy said, with me, Bernays. Exactly. <laughs> what Stop movie? Me, Bernays. Don't get saucy with me, Bernays. <laughs> Oh, come on. I only quote, like, five different movies. Um, and we'll wait until she brings it out, or we'll maybe right. we'll have her right. describe. Look, I think in order to be fair... You have to, to order s- all the sauces. Well, no. I'll be, listen, this is not amateur hour. You always order all the okay, sauces. Thank you. Thank um, you. I'll make up the $2 difference if, if need be. But I think we need to get the salad sampler and the sliders and the samosas. Yes. Is there any objections? No. 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 Oh, no. I would almost get the cheese selection, but there's only four And extra sauces. <laughs> Stop with the sauces. Um, Maybe extra bread. <laughs> well, we might, yeah, we might need to. Um, there's also a full wine menu, um, a two-page full wine menu, and that's obviously the, uh, the selection of African wines here is extensive. Um, the, the, um, the servers here as well as the, the servers at your table uh, or the sommeliers will be able to tell you really more about the wines. But as you look through, is there anything, what sort of beverage are you going to get? I'll start with ladies first. 
I am the typical margarita person, so I love tequila, so I know for sure I'm probably going to get the agave nectar margarita. That's what immediately stands out to me. So, And it's healthy because it has agave. agave right. So it says on here a recommendation is... You're going back to the... Why are you so worried that you think you're not going to get all the I sauces? I just want to make sure. I want to make sure that they know we get the sauces plus extra. <laughs> She's so nervous. Is this your first time out? No, it isn't, but I don't get out much, so I will get extra sauce. What, what, what are you going to... Uh... Look, there's this. <laughs> All right, Frank, what are you getting to drink? <laughs> Typically, I'm more of a beer guy, so I was going to take a look here and see if they had any. And there's a pretty extensive uh, beer menu as well yeah. with the lagers, the wheat ales, the pale ales, like the ciders and stuff. In- it looks like they have some from India, some pale ales, so that might be something to try. Um... A Cigar City Highlight IPA. You're in Florida. you got to get a Highlight. That's true. It is from Tampa. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I may end up with a beer, but I'm kind of like Nikki, too. You put a margarita in front of me, I'm not going to say no. So. You have a cucumber margarita. That's what I was showing you. Look, go back to the bread here. Look. <laughs> no, right no, it's not a cucumber margarita. It's a cucumber rata. Rata. You're that's the <laughs> sauce. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm back to the sauces again. Well, I mean, we could just drink the sauces, too, <laughs> yeah, right? And, and sauce. just to be clear... Um, if you do not want to partake of the adult beverages or you have children, either or, they also have a number of non-alcoholic cocktails. They have a lemonade, a wild strawberry lemonade, a coconut elixir, and a sparkling nojito. I actually might go for the coconut elixir. I knew you were going to get that. Zico coconut water with pineapple and cranberry juices. It's refreshing, and it'll go with all of the sauces that I'm not going to share. Do it. What are you thinking, Frank? Come back to me. I'm got. I got to think. There's so many choices. It's not even funny. And so, Frank, here's the other trick too. Don't just look at the regular bar menu for cocktails, because inside the main menu, the main room, it's from the same movie, by the way. There are other specialty cocktails. There's a Malawi mango margarita with tequila, tangerine liqueur from South Africa, mango puree, so it's healthy, fresh lime juice, it's doubly healthy, the African star mojito. Star African rum, tangerine liqueur, fresh lime juice, and mint. So it's healthy and refreshing. A candy, K-A-N-D, coconut cooler, African rum, coconut, vanilla ice cream, and orange juice. (laughs) And a painted lemur, which is fruit cream liqueur, tangerine liqueur, in a chocolate-striped glass inspired by the distinctive striped tail of the Madagascar lemur. And now I feel like quoting lines from Madagascar. But um, And there's also some other non-alcoholic beverages as well. There's a, um, a mango lassi smoothie, a mega berry smoothie. I think that I like that. That coconut cooler sounds good, but that's got, it's got ice cream in it too. You know if it's got ice cream, I'm game. So that definitely sounds good. And so does the Malawi mango margarita. Yeah. That one sounds good too. The other thing they have here too, and this is what I, I get... Um, oftentimes when I come here, they have a, a variety of uh, not only pressed pot coffees, but uh, different loose leaf teas. So there's um, an organic rubos, a vanilla, a thunderbolt dar- darjeeling, a spiced chai, and an organic Assam. Um, also this. And the Indian styles of bread service. I know. I got it. We're getting the bread service. <laughs> Nikki, I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> okay, Rochelle, Rochelle, we are so excited. Um, and we see all this, we want to do all that. But let's take it one step by step. 
Bread service, of course, with all non accompaniments. Absolutely. Um, and it now comes with all five breads, correct? All five, uh huh. Don't have to make a decision. I know it's, I can't, I could never decide. Uh, we'd also like to do the salad sampler, please. Okay. And the sliders. And the samosas. And if we're still hungry, we'll come back and get the cheese. Right. Um, ladies first. I'm going to do the agave nectar margarita, please. And I think I'm going to do this uh, magical star. Is it? That's what I'm going to have. I was going to try the Malawi mango margarita. I hope I said that right. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's very good. Okay. And I'm going to go with the coconut elixir, please. I'm driving and responsible. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So our cocktails just came to the table. And first of all, it's like a little parade. It's like a little mini electrical parade with your glow cube and yours. They're all different colors. So what did you get? I got the magical star cocktail. The Magical Star Cocktail, which includes um, organic mango and passion fruit liqueurs, Parrot Bay coconut rum, pineapple juice, and the souvenir. You can take it home as if we don't have 800 multicolored glow cube. Nicholas loves the glow cubes. And from far away, I thought there was a feather in the drink. It's not a feather. It's a leaf. It's it's like an it's probably like it's an agave leaf or something is what it looks leaf. like. Right. Ooh, look at this thing. Oh, hello. I I forgot what I was even talking about because here comes the bread yeah, service. Yeah, hello. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Would you like me to go over the bread? Oh, then yes, please. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, and is that okay? It's a, yeah, it's oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I thought it was a picture. <laughs> so the top bread is the spicy butter naan bread. And we have garlic ginger, traditional. And then the last two, the paneer parath and onion kolcha. Then for the sauces, they will go from mild all the way to hot. So the first one's the dairy-based cucumber raita. have roasted red bell pepper hummus, mango chutney, tamarind, tomato date jam. And then on the spicy side, we have coriander chutney, pickled garlic, red chili sambal, and then the spicy jalapeno lime pickle. Please enjoy. And I'll be right back with the salad sampler. I am so excited. And look at those little sliders where you can see the little uh, bits of, like, the goat cheese just, like, dripping off. And we're all smart enough to know not to touch it until we take photos of it. Um, Is anybody else as ecstatic for this as I am? You're all taking things. You're all taking. Obviously, I'll post pictures of these in the show notes. Um, okay, he just brought the rest of the food, and I was so excited, I forgot to start, to start recording. Um, we have a full table, and obviously, we took some pictures. I will definitely post them in the show notes because, however, we try and describe it. Like the pres- first things first, the presentation of, it, of everything is beautiful. I mean, I think it really is, is so much part of the experience. It makes it so much more appetizing. Even the salads and the samosas, the, uh, the presentation is wonderful. I, I almost don't know what to go to first. I do. <laughs> I, but I think we should almost wait. For the sauces? We're going to wait on the bread service because let's eat the... Don't be so disappointed. <laughs> because we also... I think we also don't want the samosas and the sliders to get cold. Okay. Okay. So why don't we start there first? Ladies first. It comes with two 
um, sort of baseball-sized samosas, and there are two different um, sauces. There's a tamarind, which is a, a dark sort of almost uh, chocolatey-type sauce, and the mango chutney, and then the sliders have the goat cheese, the peppers, and the pickled shallots on it. And I'm going to let you guys go in and dig in first, unless I get to it before you do. Oh. Again, the sliders are probably just a little bit smaller than baseball size. And you can smell, um, you could smell the, the, the lamb and the, the sauces on there. So I'm not a very big lamb person, but it is not, it is not... It is not that sweet little lamb that you would think. Mm, don't even talk about it like that because he is so delicious. I was going to say the same thing. I am not a lamb person, and this is amazing. You can taste the Indian spices in it. That's all I taste is the spices. Yeah. Not, none of that gaminess that I usually kind of associate with lamb. It's amazing. And it's not a hot spicy. No. It's just a, a flavor spicy. Nikki's, oh, my God, I love you so much. She's done already. I know. Well, being from Chicago, there's tons of Greek restaurants, and I love gyros and lamb. Oh, my God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. <laughs> so the goat cheese and the peppers on top with the pickled shallots add such a nice zip to it that it's not overbearing and not, o- and not overly spicy. Well, the goat cheese, which I, I know some people say goat cheese and they sort of back off, but it's not an overpowering taste. I think it actually, what the goat cheese does is balance the spice that is cooked into the meat a little bit. So it's not overly, you don't taste the goat cheese a lot and the spice is not overpowering. You get three of those for $10. Like, I think that's a really, I mean, that's a lot there. That's almost like a full meal for somebody. That's excellent. That is really, really good. Um, I think we need to finish that off somehow. And by we, Frank's looking at me like, if you want me, why don't you and Nikki split it? No, you guys are since, since he is a since he is a visitor and she is this is like a welcoming party for you. It's like a welcome home party for you. I'm only doing that to distract you from the samosas, which is too late because you already. Could, would you mind um, cutting that one in half and Frank and I? That's all you. So they actually used to have a long time ago. They used to have lamb kefta meatballs, which were which was that lamb just. Well, the slider slice. It's a it's a finger food. It's you know, and again for this type of environment, it's perfect, right? And there's even like there's a TV, you know, very uh, low volume off in the background too. But I could eat. I could do those lamb sliders all day. Yeah. The goat cheese is so creamy. It adds such a great texture to what this is, too. It's amazing. I think, and I've been meaning to do this for a long time, um, a a best burgers or top ten best burgers on property, I think that has definitely has to be in contention. Don't forget me when you film that. (laughs) Record that. You're all volunteer. Yeah, the young Padawan. (laughs) All right, so let's move over to the samosas. It's a potato and pea, and there's two dipping sauces. Uh, there's a tamarind sauce, which is a, a brown sauce, which also comes with the bread service, and the mango chutney, which is, again, one of the sauces with the bread service, too. I love, love, love samosas. 
Um, it's again, it's a you know Indian style like finger food. It, you you don't eat it with a knife and fork. You can pick it right up. Um, there's potato and pea inside, so it, it's vegetarian. So the thing about this is that you really need to try the both sauces with it because they add a little bit of heat where you're not what when you're not expecting it. So the samosa itself is very good, but not as spicy. There's a little bit of a... So I just had it... I wanted to try it plain first. And there is a little bit of... Uh, a, when I say spicy, it is a little bit of a, a heat spice. I'd give it maybe a six, a five or six or so on the, the heat scale. But you're right. So the tamarind sauce, which I sort of... It almost looks like it's a chocolate sauce. It adds a little bit of a hint of a sweetness, which cuts the spiciness. You notice, Nikki, I'm always going to put the microphone in front of your face while you have a mouthful of food. It's all good. And I'm not a vegetable person. Ever since I was little, I do not like vegetables. But this is actually phenomenal. Potatoes. I love potatoes because I'm Polish. So, I mean, you can't go wrong. And the pineapple chutney sauce, I believe that's what it is, is phenomenal as well. It's the sweet and the spicy, so it's perfect. Frank, you clearly hated yours because you're done already. It was terrible. I don't even know where... Wait, you have mine. <laughs> no, it was it was delicious. Um I could get that as a meal too. Those are great. The I, what was the yellow one? The mango chutney is that? Yeah, that that was the one I like because it balanced the spice with the sweet. Mm-hmm. It was very good. And that for those two is nine dollars. You know, if two people came here, you get those two and a couple of drinks, and I mean that's a meal. You know, I mean that's that is enough to eat right there. So what I want to do now. Just to tease you, is I'm gonna. We're not going to go into the bread service next. We have to go to the salad sampler. There's a in the middle. There's a chickpea with cucumber and tomato. There is a, a Nigerian root vegetable and citrus, which looks phenomenal, and the watermelon, cucumber, and fennel. So, why don't we go from one end to the other, ladies? Why don't you dig into the Nigerian root vegetable and citrus first? Frank, you go shy, you go hungry. You better get your fork in there, man, because Nikki is, is she 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 actually took a shovel out of her purse just so she can get more than just So The first taste I got was a beet. And it's it's definitely on the sweeter side. And I'm trying to cut through right now some carrots, some yellow carrots and orange carrots, which there's some pickled vegetables in there, and it looks really, really good. It is, right? I say it's really, really colorful. Mm-hmm. That's what immediately draws my eye to it. And there's pickled kale in there, too, which is delicious. There's also some sort of a, um, a crunchy, I, I don't even know what it is, a crunchy yeah. baked something. Yeah, like yeah something dip. crunchy in it, but it, yeah, it, it's delicious. It's like a very light coleslaw almost is what it tastes like with a, more of a vinegar kind of base. Instead of like a mayo or something that you'd be used to, but it's it's good. It's got a little bit of not heat but spice to it again. Everything's gonna have that Indian spice, I guess. But. Well, and that's what I like, and it's not. You know, I don't want people to hear the word spice and say, "Well, I don't like spicy food." It's not spicy. It's it just has a right. It's a flavor spice to it. Again, what's nice about it is there's a lot of flavor to it, but it's not heavy. No. It's a very very light salad too. So dig in next to the chickpea with cucumber and tomato now this is this is good for you because chickpeas are full of protein so by my definition this has to be healthy 
very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the cucumber and the onion, and it's the, the, there's a vinaigrette in there, but it's not overbearing. It's very refreshing. That's a lot lighter than I expected it to be. Exactly, and I totally agree with Dan. It's very refreshing. I love the cucumber in there. It tastes phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get a second taste because I'm not a big cucumber fan, but this one I think is it's just a light hit of it. It's very good. I like that. And lentils, lentils in there too. Yeah. That, that the flavor in that is much different than what I expected when it came out. It's a lot lighter. There's a little hint of a almost a sweetness to it. So and maybe that's what we're doing. Maybe we're going from. Um, unintentionally going from a little bit of a spicier to a little bit sweeter because the last more vinegary because the last is the watermelon cucumber and fennel and I love all three of those words and you put them together how is it now I'm not a fennel person I love fennel you know um, I, I eat I like to eat raw fennel that is like it's like a summer salad. Like that's what it reminded me, like you a summer totally, salad. You can totally make this as a summer salad. Yeah, very, very. This is another one that's very refreshing. And you know what? The fennel isn't over isn't overbearing. Um, it's just that there's a hint of it. Oh no, sorry, Frank. And it's almost like a nice little palate cleanser before we dig into the bread. Woohoo! Give me the bread. <laughs> You're literally just doing. This is to you, Nikki. This is just like. Um, it's it's just like you have to go through the course in order. It's a, it's like a marathon for you. You need to get through these in order to get to the bread service. Is what you're saying? This is a training. The training <laughs> runs. Like here's we're getting to the twenty miler, and now we're getting to the real thing. Going we're tapering, and now we're going to the bread. And so it definitely went from spicier to sweeter as you went down the board. Definitely. And the last one was like Deanna said, very refreshing. Which of those three was your favorite? Uh, the chickpea one, actually. That was probably my favorite. I would have to go with the watermelon and the cucumber. I have to say that, too. The watermelon. And I like the Nigerian root. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. So now, finally, let's 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 clear some room. <laughs> Look at how excited you are. <laughs> it literally is like Moses just parted the Red Seas in order to get things off to. Let's sort of put that on that end of the table. I'll move this into... I have no problem with you putting more food towards me. I know. I didn't, I didn't think you were going to complain. <clears throat> so if you've never had the bread service before, and again, we'll, we'll take pictures. If you've never had non-bread or a culture or a prata, it's a, it is a, a flat, um, it is a flat bread, almost like a, a giant pita. They're huge. They almost look like personal pan pizza side. So it's not like you get a loaf of crusty Italian bread. And each one of the breads has a very, very unique flavor to it. I believe she said the top was Garlic ginger, and then traditional. Um, I don't remember which. Deanna doesn't care. She's just a. <laughs> and there are, there are nine different sauces, and I like how they lay them out. So, like Nikki's marathon course, you start easy. You start with the light, with the um, the you know yogurts and the hummus, and then you work your way down to the um, the much hotter stuff. Frank's just eating the bread. You can just have the bread with no sauces at all. Yeah, this top layer is amazing. It's um, it's got a little heat to it. Um, maybe like a four, okay. a little bit of a heat, but 
I'm excited to dip it. I wanted to see what it tasted like first by itself, and now I'm going to put some dips on it. So, Nikki, I noticed out of the corner of my eye that you went right to the end of the line. You jumped right ahead, and you went to the spicy jalapeno lime pickle. You went to, you turned it right up to 11. Yes, I love spicy food, and so I was like, okay, I have to try this. This is like, and it's phenomenal. It is really spicy, so anyone who's not used to heat, I wouldn't recommend it because it does have jalapeno in it, but it is phenomenal. Love it. So a lot of times I think people hear spicy and they think, it's just heat, it's just hot in my mouth, and they don't realize that there's a a flavor to the spice as well, and and that jalapeno heat is going to be different than the red chili heat, it's going to be very different than the, the garlic heat. Yeah, I, I was like Nikki. I like spicy, so I went right for the spiciest. Figure I can work my way down to the other ones. So, <laughs> but no, it, it's um, yeah, it's got a great heat to it. It's not too overwhelming, but if you don't like spicy, I probably wouldn't do that one. It's got a great heat, and you can dance to it. Is what That's right. <laughs> it's got a great heat. Um, I'm going to do the same thing as you, Frank, because this is um, the the garlic ginger naan. It's yeah, great. it's great by itself. It's, it is it is awesome by itself, and I taste right on the front of my palate, right in the front of the tongue. You get that little bit of a of a a garlic peppery heat. But I'm gonna so my favorite, and I'm gonna go because I don't the um, the garlic. It's like a pickled garlic, like in a brown sauce. There's just a giant clove of garlic in here. So. There'll be no kisses for me, and, and I don't care. Yeah. Mm. Because the garlic isn't a, a kill-your-palate type of garlic. There's a, 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 a hot sweetness to it. I don't know what sort of magic... Po- what do they marinate it in? To, it's to marinated for a very long time to get the garlic as soft as it is. Because if not, remember... It melts, how, right. Right. It, because garlic, remember, if you eat it raw, how piercing it can be sometimes, whereas this is not at all. So if you eat this now, even without the bread, it's not overbearing at all. It's, it's nice and smooth, even with the brown sauce that's there, but it's definitely marinated for a long time in order for it to get soft like that. I could eat that like candy. Yeah. I could literally eat that garlic right out I was going to say, exactly. Put a little bit on some pasta. You know. oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We got a bowl of pasta <laughs> while we're here as well. All right, so we're still on some of the garlic bread. Did you guys have any of the other sauces as yet? Just the two spi- the spicy one and the garlic one. That's all I've done. All right, so I'm going to take... If you could just break that off, I'll, sh- I'll share that with you. Oh, here, you don't have... I like how, I like how that broke. Here. You take no, no, take care. You get that one. No, no, all right, There's fine. plenty more for me. <laughs> so I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to stick with you guys, and I'm going to go in the second most spicy. This is a, a red chili sambal. Do you have that, Nikki? No, I'll do that right now. I'll do that no. one, too. That's all? Yeah, we might as well all try I know, Deanna, you're not a spicy... I'm going the other way. I started from the non-spicy. I'm going the other way. Um, if you start from the non-spicy, there's a yogurt sauce, actually, which is very good. It's almost like um, a Greek yogurt, and it has cucumbers in it. And then you move on to, like, a hummus. Oh, my God. Nobody's listening to any. <laughs> no one's listening to me. Yeah. Those two need to switch. Those two need to switch. Out to the line. That, um, 
Hello. That red chili sambal, that, that'll uh, clear your sinuses right there. That is like pouring hot sauce on your, uh, like if you go to a Mexican restaurant, pour hot sauce on your burrito. That's what that is. That's. Uh, I would say if you're in Chicago and you have a cold, you yeah, drink some of that. Whoa, that'll clear you right And that's a, um, that's a lingering. It's sort of lingering yeah. on my palate a little bit. So now, in order to counter that, take a little piece of bread and take some of this, uh, the yogurt, the, the, cum- the cucumber, um, Raider sauce. Bread. I think I'm on the regular bread now. Because I think that is going to help to cut the heat. Yeah, normally dairy will cut down the heat. <laughs> and that cucumber is, it's so light and it's so fresh. Like there's a real nice freshness to it. I got some hot. <laughs> <laughs> it almost reminds me of tzatziki sauce. In Greek restaurants, but it's so good. So I think we're on the regular, the traditional non-bread. Forgive my hands, reaching it over here. Got it. Um, so the next is a roasted red pepper hummus. Anybody try this one yet? Did you, did you have this yet? I haven't had that one yet. I was going to go with the green. Yeah, me too. Oh, you're going? All right. So. I was sticking with my spicy roast. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Here, look. Put some mm. So we eat hummus a lot at home. We dip everything from bread to vegetables in it. This has it's a, a, a red pepper hummus, but it's a not a spicy pepper at all. It's, it's good. It's not spicy at all. It's actually um, it's a nice compliment to the to the bread actually. I see uh, Frank and Nikki, you guys are throwing thumbs up back and forth to each other. Did you go with the coriander, the green, the coriander chutney? Yeah, that's really, really good. It's actually really refreshing. I don't, what is in there? I'm trying to figure out what's, that's making that, like, cleansing. It has a a sweet side. I don't know, it's it's like a spicy sweet, but it's cleansing. Yeah, you're right. I don't either. I don't know either. But the coriander and you know, there's uh, there might be mints. I think there is mints in there. There's only okay. one way to find out. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, you're right. That's money. That's really good. Yeah. Is it mint? I'm like. It, it does. It sort of has a minty, leafy type. We'll, we'll ask what you. Yeah. yeah. And so it's on the, you know, it's the fourth hottest one, but there's no, unless our palates are just so. There's no heat to yeah. that really at all. Heat, yeah, because no. you don't like spicy, and you like that one. This one is hotter than that one. So you think that this tamarind chutney yeah. is a little bit hotter? This is a tomato date jam oh, next to that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so Nikki, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're sitting there daintily, not digging your hand. Just don't be <laughs> shy or polite. Just dig right that in. It's good. It's sweet. The tomato date? Yep, it's very good. It's sweet. Not not spicy at all. It, yeah, no, it, it, it's really sweet, but my instant first bite, it reminded me of my kid's baby food. Like the, t- <laughs> like the type of- <laughs> It, it's the it's the texture, it's the texture. and it's like the sweetness of it. It reminds me of like some of that jarred baby food when you first get it. But it's you know you're not, not you're not way. right you're not far off. And I think that you you weren't expecting it right because of of the other flavor profiles. Right. But um, 
Okay, the tomato, and obviously it's the dates. I mean, you get a yeah. lot of sort of sugary, it's a sugary type sweetness out of the date. I was going to say, and it almost reminds me of like, I don't want to say marinara sauce, but like sweet, like margarita, margarita sauce, sauce, yeah. But it's really it's good. It's thickness to yeah. it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a, wa- this was a little thinner. This is definitely, those two are definitely thinner. Uh, and has anybody tried the, uh, the, let's see, the mango chutney? Or the tamarind, the mango chutney. Obviously, right. The, the fruit in there is making it sweeter. So I think those two are probably the mango chutney and the tomato date jam. You, I would almost put. I would almost move this one here and sort of switch places. That's the, the that's the tamarind, which was also the sauce that accompanied the samosas. And so did the mango chutney. Right. This side is definitely much sweeter than the spicy side. There's a as soon as you hit this, um, what was this one? The minty, yeah, coriander. As soon as you hit that one, it switches to more of a sweet. Yep, I completely agree. Yeah, that is, um, and that's why I said there's. It almost has like a. I don't know why the the flavor that came to mind was almost like a chocolatey type yeah. sweetness to it. Like mole, mole. Yeah, like a mole. Yeah. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go back, and obviously, the, the other thing too to keep in mind is the bread that you choose with it is gonna either complement or contrast what you're eating. So when you start to get down like to the onion culture, you might want to put something that's a little bit sweeter on it, or maybe you want to think you want to have something to complement even more, a little bit hotter. If I had to tell you right now, now that you've tasted them all, you can only pick one sauce, what do you think it would be? So mine would be the garlic, the full garlic cloves, just because there's something about that garlic. Once you even put it on, you could spread it. It's actually so soft that it's spreadable, and I just just think it's great. I'm still torn because I'm just like, it's those... You're looking at... I wish I could take a picture of how you're looking at the sauces. There's a longing in your eyes. Like, I love you all. Exactly. Because I, I love the jalapeno one, just because I love the heat. I also love the garlic that's pickled, and I love the coriander one. So, like, it's the hot side for me that I'm, like, having dreams about right now. <laughs> you just want to say the entire hot side? Yes, exactly, the hot side. I have to agree with Nikki. It's... It's the coriander one and the very first one with the jalapenos for me. Those two are those two are money. And you both agreed that you felt that the lime, the, I'm sorry, the the red chili sambal had more heat than the spicy jalapeno. Maybe because the lime cuts it a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And uh, you also have the this is chunkier, so maybe some of the chunk of jalapeno tames it down a little bit too. I don't. This, this was just pure heat, and uh, and I like spicy, but. For dipping it with the breads and getting some of that texture, I really like the jalapeno one. And that's the thing that I love about the bread service is I'm a I'm a snacker, I'm a sampler, I'm a, a go to a buffet and take a little bit of everything. You get all of that in this single order. You get five different types of bread, five different flavors from the breads themselves, and then you've got the eight nine different sauces. Um, to choose from and every one is so completely different than the one before so this is like a little mini bread buffet all in one spot without having to do all that walking (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so let's let's dig down. I want because this is this bread is different. You guys are slowing down. Are you? Oh no! Are you I'm full? Not slowing down. Oh heck no! Because <laughs> if you're done, Nikki, I I'll, oh, no, I can no, finish no, it onion. for you. Oh, no. This is onion. This is yeah. the onion. Right, so the bottom one is the onion. Oh, the, oh, the bottom. bottom one? Yeah. What was this one? I don't know what that mm. one is. The paneer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You sure this isn't the onion? No, this is. The I think that's the paneer. That's the paneer. And there's a there's some spice yeah. in the bread too. I mean, you can see. Well, Even yeah. if, and there's, I guess it's the paneer in it, but there's definitely something baked into this bread as opposed to the other ones, which had more like a glazing on them. But that has, a, again, and I think you're, you're smart to sample it by itself first, because that has a lot of, I mean, the yeah. bread itself has a lot of flavor to it, unlike uh, a, a, a basic non bread or like a basic pita bread, which is, there's not a lot to it. Oh, good, you brought water. You are a mind reader as well. Um, what is it? What what is in the paneer that that gives it such a? Uh, you, this is the paneer bread. It is cilantro, paneer cheese. It has spices in there. Okay. It's on a lentil bread. It gives us that spiciness to it. Okay. So we were just saying what I love about this is it's like a little mini buffet all in one. What for you is the perfect combination of bread and accoutrement? If you had to, the spicy naan with the garlic. With the garlic, yeah. That's my favorite. That's nice. I think a lot of people like the. I like the garlic pickle as well. What do they marinate the garlic pickle in? What is it? To get it so soft. And what is it? It's pickle. Okay. So they actually just. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is the what is sort of the the sauce that is in it? Do you know? Like what? That I would have to ask the chef. Because we're trying to sort of identify. I mean, everything. Each one is so very unique. It seems that this side of the table likes this side. We like the spicy side a little bit more than we like the sweet side. Although I do like the hummus and I like the cucumber a lot too. I like the mango. Yeah. Um, this, these two, I think, should be changed. This was a little bit spicier than even that one. I would actually put, I would put this one here, yeah. and I'd put the tomato jam one back. Yeah. <laughs> and I would put this one there. That how it is on the menu. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It should go like that. Yeah. And the uh, the red chili. That's um, sriracha peppers. Okay. Oh, that's that's the sriracha peppers is what does it. <laughs> Because everybody's eyes widened just a little bit more when they ate that one, even more so than the spicy jalapeno lime. Maybe the, the lime yeah, cuts it a little bit. It's a toss-up there. People always think, mm, a little bit on the red chili, but a little bit on the spicy jalapeno. So, right there. If you mix the spicy jalapeno with the cucumber raita. Oh, there, see? So that's where you can start to get creative. Is you mix and you match and you double up and you really sort of layer some of the, So this is like a science experiment. You can really get creative and find just that perfect combination of bread and accompaniments. And to, and to note, too, we have not stopped eating, and there are still almost three full things of bread in there, and there's still a lot of sauce left, too. I know. It's like, <laughs> so Frank's like, challenge accepted. <laughs> Um, was there one bread that you found you liked more than the others? I think it's the spicy. Which one is it? The oh, the spice naan. 
was really good. The garlic ginger naan was phenomenal as well. That's my favorite one, the garlic. The garlic ginger. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're, you're a garlic person, so you like that. Yeah. I like the garlic, and I also like the plain, because the plain gave me the chance to sample the flavor of the, the dips a little bit more. So but those two were definitely my favorite, the garlic and the plain. All right, I think it's time we start getting creative and really doing a little uh, little mixing and matching here. So you went, fr- you went right back to sp- spicy jalapeno lime. So we have been eating and eating and eating and eating. There are four hungry, hungry hippos at this table. Oh, Nikki, I'm so proud of you. I was about to say there's a little piece of bread left. And fortunately, you're here to... And you are literally mopping things up because I think you can actually dip that bread right into the sauce. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do both hot ones. So do the jalapeno and the uh, red chili. Because right before this, I saw you had the tomato jam. So I'm like, okay, she's wrapping things up. It's a little sweet. It's a little dessert. Your cocktail has been gone for hours. But you're going you, to end things off as hot as you possibly can. Go big or go home. I like her. <laughs> I like how she rolls. <laughs> and now we're just staring at her. I want to just watch her face get incredibly red. Um, so, Frank, you, we were playing a little mix and match. And you were mixing breads and sauces. What for you was sort of the ultimate combination? Uh, so one of my favorites was the more plain non bread with the coriander and the sriracha. We found out sriracha mm-hmm. inside the really hot one. So those and the two red chili and the red chili. Yeah. Yep. So those two together was great. And then the more yogurt based one. I forgot the name of that one. The the cucumber. The cucumber with the jalapeno one because those two kind of offset each other as well. So those were two nice mixes that I thought went really well together. Right. So you found an, a nice balance in the sauces for you of the the spicy and the sweet. Deanna, what about for you? So I just stuck with the non-spicy things. So I stuck on this side of the fence here. Um, the hum- Which was smart because it was more for you. Right. So the hummus uh, was definitely one of my favorites. Um, by far, the garlic was my favorite. Um, the mango chutney was great. And so was the, as Frank would say, the baby food. I actually enjoyed the date. And uh, I think it was date and tomato. The tomato date jam. Yeah, yeah. So um, this side of the fence was actually my favorite. But you, the garlic pickle, I think, was a lot of people's family. That's what we found. It was just really a pickled garlic, and that's what sort of gave it its texture. That went fast, and I actually went back. I pulled the spoon out and was just dipping my bread in the sauce that was left, um, which I, I thought was phenomenal. Uh, Nikki passed out from having the two. So no, you. So what did you think of having the two? You mix the two hottest ones together. I love it. It's. I definitely would recommend it, if, especially if you have a spicy palate and you love heat. Definitely do it. The other one I know was we did the red chili and the coriander chutney. So you got like the sweet and the spicy. Highly recommend that as well. Yeah, for me, I enjoyed, you know, playing mad scientist and mixing. I liked the cucumber mixed with the red chili because I thought that cut a little bit. And it was more, I had more of the red chili and just a little bit of the cucumber to cut the heat. Um, I liked the garlic ginger naan bread a lot. I also liked the paneer paratha bread that had some of those spices baked into it. Um, they all were a little bit different texturally as well. Um, but, you know, as, as we look back, and there's still some of the salads left over, we ordered basically the entire menu, which was it was $14 for the bread service, 
it was $8 for the salad, $10 for the sliders, $9 for the samosas, $28, $27. So it's, if my math is correct, under $40 for, right? Is my math right or is it my math wrong? Somewhere around $40 for all four of those. But um, they take tables in Wonderland, which gives you 20% off the food and the alcohol and right now in the time that we're recording this which is January 14, 41 what did I say 40? I was pretty close um, if you use your annual pass holder discount you also get 20% not for alcohol and I don't know how long that promotion runs it's only for the food so I think there's a lot of food here there's a, we had a to me a wide variety of flavors and textures from you know, the light and fruity salads to the spiciness of the sliders. So there was some meat in there, too. The samosas, I thought, were delicious. And then, you know, I think the bread is just fun. And what I like about this is the social aspect of it, right? We're all sort of digging in. We're using our hands. And we're just, you know, having a nice... It's quiet, right? So now it's about 10 o'clock, 10.30 or so at night. The restaurant is empty. There are very few people here in the lounge. I mean, we've been here before. We've had the lounge to ourselves. Um, it's a. It's when I say it's a hidden treasure. I mean, I think it really is in terms of the kind of the kind of experience that you have here with the atmosphere. And certainly, this is, these are foods that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah, I agree, and I do agree with you on the social aspect. It was fun, all of us saying, oh, you got to try this. You have to mix this with that. You know, it just made for a fun evening, and uh, I kind of wish we had more bread because there's a lot of dips left. Sauces, sauces. The other thing, too, is, is that um, go, going back to the different types of bread, how if you, as you went down the, the pile of bread that we started with, um, if you do um, put some a different sauce on the spicier ones, obviously the sweeter ones tended to um, change the your your palate a little bit. So, uh, what was the the, the bread? The bread, yeah. It was a traditional non the, the, the paneer paratha. Paneer, yeah. So that I think was a spicier on the spicier side. So to put a sweeter uh, sauce on it was, I found much more appetizing. And I think there's a fun aspect to that. I think, that, like you said, Frank, there's something fun about, oh, try this one and mix this one and that one. And I watched the dynamic as you all looked at each other and you were like shaking your heads like, yeah, this is really good. You've got to try this one. And I agree, like, because like Frank and I would look at each other because we're the spicy guys and we're like, do you have to do this, do these two together, try this, these two together. So yeah, it's definitely really fun and just a really amazing social aspect of especially egging each other on, like, see how hot you can go. <laughs> Test your limits. Yeah. So, you've never been here before. Is this a place that you would now put as a destination? Because a lot of times it's like, hey, where do you want to go eat? Let's go here. Let's go to Disney Springs. Let's go someplace close. Would you now say, hey, let's go down to Sanaa because I really, and not even just in the main restaurant, but just come into the lounge? For me, definitely, especially if we were at Animal Kingdom already, I would say let's let's get out of the park and get over to Sanaa. That would be my call right away. Yeah, I completely agree. And now I understand why the running team always comes here before the 5K, the 10K, the half, or the full marathon. Because it's total carb loading, and it's also it's great, especially when you have people with different tastes, different spice levels, so it's perfect to kind of figure out, okay, we can do this, and we'll run the next day. 
And I think what this affords you too is if you are not an adventurous eater, this is a, it is it's easy to dip your toe in the water. It it's not expensive. You can find some things that are on the more the simpler side, the, the the less adventurous. But if you want to take a little piece and try something spicy, there is no better way than with with ty- different types of bread and the nine different sauces. So now I want to hear from you. You've been silent. You, the listener, have been silent this entire time, stuffing your face with the non bread. I want to know: Have you ever been to Sanaa? Specifically, not necessarily the restaurant, but the lounge. Have you tried the bread service and the sliders and the samosas? And if not, is this now, hopefully, a place that you will add to your list and make it a destination, whether you just happen to be at Animal Kingdom or if you're looking for something either different, someplace you don't necessarily need a reservation. We walked in. You don't need a reservation here at the lounge. You might have to wait a a couple of minutes. But is this someplace that you'll make a destination in order to try do me a favor, let me know either by coming to the show notes at www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, leave a comment there. You can also go to facebook.com slash www.radio, comment there, or better yet, while you're sitting here in the Sanaa Lounge with the African music playing in the background and your, what is left of your, <laughs> what is left of your cocktails, by the way, which there is none um, besides you, call the voicemail at 407 407- 900-9391. Let's hear your review of the bread service and your favorite bread and accompaniment. Um, and again, uh, this is always best when it is shared with friends. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate all of you being here tonight. And um, I think we need to do this again, like soon, like tomorrow. Okay, so I see Princess Weekend's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I could still like get more bread and finish. I think Frankie might just finish off the sauce. I think we could. <laughs> Let's just do this. I'm just waving my hand at Just do this all again. Just make all this happen one more time. For our Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World's history or see how well you pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, but sometimes in what you hear, maybe even what you taste. If you think you know the answer, you can enter via our online form at the show notes at www.radio.com for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, we're going to go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So it's almost fitting that we are at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge at Sanaa this week because last week's question was about Disney's Animal Kingdom, specifically the Kilimanjaro Safari. Because your question was to tell me that when your guide, when your your Savannah tour guide makes a call to the warden over the radio, I asked you to tell me what is your guide's call sign for the vehicle that you are riding in? And once again, thanks to so many of you that entered and got this one correct, because you know, of course, that your vehicle is known as Simba One. Now, if you remember back to when the attraction first opened, there was actually a lot more to the story, and you heard more calls back and forth between Simba One and Warden Wilson Matua as you were trying to save Little Red and Big Red. Spoiler alert, you saved Little Red. 
Sorry, Big Red. Uh, but anyway, back to this current version. Uh, you are still traveling in Simba 1. I took all of the correct entries, uh, randomly selected one, and once again, you were playing for my 102 Ways to Save Money for an at Walt Disney World book, all seven of my virtual audio tours of the Magic Kingdom, a brand new version 2.0 WW Radio Magic Band cover, some WW Radio stickers, and just for fun, I'm also going to throw in the WW Radio Hot and Cold Travel Mug, not available in stores. And last week's winner, randomly selected, is Johanna Ramirez. So, Johanna, congratulations. You actually live not too far from where I used to live in New Jersey. Uh, you use the online entry form. I have your mailing address. I will get your prize package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, thank you for entering. And don't worry, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So I'm going to stay in Disney's Animal Kingdom because it's not summer, so it's not quite hot yet. Actually, I'm going to go inside to Finding Nemo the Musical, arguably one of, if not the best, stage show musical performance extravaganzas in all of the Walt Disney World theme parks, but I digress. But tell me, in Finding Nemo the Musical, we discover something that we didn't learn in Finding Nemo the non-musical movie. We find out in the musical that P. Sherman's first name is what? What is P. Sherman from Wallaby Way in Sydney, Australia. What is P. Sherman's first name as explained or sung to us in Finding Nemo the Musical? Now you have until Sunday, March 26th at 11.59 p.m. to enter via our online form. Go to www.radio.com. Click on this week's podcast. Go to the show notes. You can find the form there. You can enter your address. So if you do win, I can send you the 102 Ways book, all the audio tours, the Magic Band cover, the stickers, and just for fun, I'm also going to send you the hot and cold travel mug because I dig them and think they're cool. So good luck and have fun. And Quaharini. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you again so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I sincerely appreciate it and you because I know how valuable your time is. So I'm grateful that you choose to spend and share some of it with me. Uh, Don't forget too to please visit the brand new www.radio.com and download your free copy of my new book, 102 Things You Need to Do at Walt Disney World at least once. It is completely free to download and it really is a checklist of 102 things broken down to sort of easy, medium, and hard that you need to try and do at Walt Disney World at least once. It is just my way of saying thank you to you for taking the time to tune in and listen and help spread the word to other people as well. Speaking of thanks, I want to thank some of the new members of the WW Radio Nation family who have joined the hundreds of you who have helped support the show each and every month, like Faye Edmondson, Eric W. Kuntz, MD, Ray Keating, Dave Hall, Tony Houghton, Nikki Keller, and Amy Peterson. And if you want to not only help the show, but also get exclusive monthly rewards, including scavenger hunts, access to our private Facebook group, personalized magic band covers, logo gear, backpack, shirts, and monthly care packages from Walt Disney World, please visit www.radio.com support. It is completely optional, a great way for you to help support the show. And also don't forget that a portion of the proceeds do go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America through our Dream Team project. A couple of quick announcements. 
Don't forget that the purge of my Disney collection is still going on over at www.radio.com slash eBay. That will take you directly to my eBay auctions. I list about 10 to 15 items each week that begin and end on Sunday nights about 9 p.m. Eastern. Again, go to www.radio.com slash eBay. You know, I'd love to connect with you and hear from you. So if you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, you can email me, lou at www.radio.com. Call the voice and I'll be heard on the air at 407-900-9391. You can also connect with and talk with me on social. I am at Lou Mangello on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And please don't forget to like the WW Radio page at facebook.com slash Radio and turn on notifications so you can find out when I go live, not just on Wednesday nights, but as I travel and go live from the parks. And while I love connecting with you online, nothing beats a handshake and a hug. That is why I continue to do, eight years later, nine years later, monthly meetups in Walt Disney World. I am traveling a lot this month in March, so I'm not sure. I'm trying to find a date before the end of March, so please stay tuned to the Facebook page. I'm also working on a date and possible meetup for April, not just in Walt Disney World, but also possibly at Star Wars Celebration Weekend. Uh, That's April 13th through the 15th. Also, I would love for you to join us on an upcoming event or cruise. We're doing our double dip to Castaway Key this June. Next year, we are going to Alaska in June of 2018. Got a lot of other events going on, including running team events. You can find it all over at the events page on facebook.com slash Radio. And also, as I travel to speak at conferences and to schools, I'll try and do some meetups on the road. Uh, I am going to be in San Diego next week presenting multiple times at Social Media Marketing World. Uh, If you happen to be in the area or at the conference, please message me or email me. Would love to hook up and get together. And if I can maybe help come speak to your conference at your event or your school from middle school to college and graduate school, please visit loumangelo.com. And also, I would love to be able to try and help you turn your passion into your profession with personal mentoring or some group coaching. My Momentum event is coming up in Walt Disney World this fall. I will announce that most probably next week. You can find out more by visiting loumangelo.com. Thanks as always to Mouse Fan Travel, my official and recommended travel provider. Whether you're going to world, land, cruise, or anywhere on planet Earth, they will help you out with the best possible prices, all available discounts, and more importantly, it comes with an incredible level of service at no cost to you. You can visit them over at mousefantravel.com. Thanks to Tim from Celebrations Magazine. You can order Celebrations over at celebrationspress.com. And as always, my friend, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, you continue to demonstrate that in so many other ways. All I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word tweet out that you're listening. If you like this episode, share a link to it on your Facebook page or on your favorite Facebook group. And please take a minute to rate and review the show over on iTunes. Thanks to you. We have more than 1,200 five-star reviews. We hit number two overall among podcasts worldwide in iTunes last year. I want to thank some recent reviewers like Ashley Doom, who says, this is the best Disney-related podcast I didn't go as a child, so when I decided to go a couple of years ago, I scoured the internet. I'm so happy that I found WW Radio Lou and the amazing community that he, actually we, have built. The podcast and the Facebook live streams always bring a little magic to my everyday life. Of course, don't listen hungry. And if you do, make sure you have a snack close by. I regularly compile lists of the things I need to try on my next trip based on Lou's suggestions. Happy listening. Thank you so much, Ashley. 
Jess2000S says, such enthusiasm. Love the podcast. They're so happy. And I love when the kids give their opinions. So articulate. Thank you. I made them myself. Uh, Chris Fox 71 says, excellent. I mean, I had help, obviously. Excellent show for the Disney fan. If it's your first time visiting or you're a big time Disneyland fan, Disney fan waiting to learn more about the history, the current news, or more importantly, the food, the podcast has it all. I started listening in 2014 before my first visit in a long time. I've been hooked ever since. The restaurant reviews are some of the best, in my opinion. It gives you a great idea of the menu, the venue, and the general feeling of the restaurants. I love the podcast talking about the past of Walt Disney World, how the attractions came together. I know on my next visit, I'm going to look for all the hidden details I've learned from the podcast. Thanks to all of you. Thanks to everybody else who has rated and reviewed the show. If you visit www.radio.com slash iTunes, it'll show you exactly how to do it and give you a link right to the iTunes page. And finally, and most importantly, once again, I cannot thank you enough for the gift that you give me every day and every week simply by virtue of your time, which is so incredibly valuable. And for that, uh, I thank you. And and because you give that to me, you allow and empower me to do what I do every day. And uh, I am grateful to you beyond words. And I hope that you have either started or are thinking about starting or start today down that path to whatever that thing is that's going to make you feel that same way, fulfilled and happy and looking forward to every new day and what it's going to bring and the adventures that are ahead Because I don't want you to start letting regrets start taking the place of your dreams. It is never too early nor never too late to just get started. Take that first step. Keep moving forward. And I hope that you have your best week ever. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou. It's Rachel from Westminster, Maryland. Um, I actually am on the Magical Express right now, headed to Coronado Springs. I had the uh, fortune to be able to come to Orlando for a conference for work and decided to extend my trip and uh, spend a few days in the park. I'm pretty excited. This is my first solo trip. Um, You'll appreciate this. I am really looking forward to trying a bunch of the restaurants that I've never tried before because they're not really my husband's cup of tea. So can you say bread service at Sanaa and everything at Morimoto's? So, yeah, I just wanted to call and share that. Uh, Thanks for everything you do, and uh, maybe I'll try and call from the park while I'm here. Bye. Hey, Lou. It's Mike from Georgia, soon to be from Orlando. Uh, I just finished listening to your latest show with you and Becky, and you asked us for our favorite land in Magic Kingdom. Mine is probably one that a lot of people don't say. It's Liberty Square. And the reason why is because I am a, uh, I'm majoring in American history with a focus mostly in American Revolutionary and Colonial. So I absolutely love Liberty Square and I love to just take a seat and take in Liberty Square and just grab, you know, a cookie uh, sandwich from Sleepy Hollow and just 
hang out there. I love watching uh, Wishes and now Once Upon a Time, you know, or Celebrate the Magic or whatever, you know, fireworks show you are. I love watching right there from that little patio right there by Sleepy Hollow that leads to the bridge uh, that takes you back to uh, Fantasyland. I absolutely love Liberty Square. Of course, I guess if if we're Becky, I don't think Becky would like Liberty Square because all the colonists live in Liberty Square. That's my Becky voice. So thanks, guys. Y'all have a great day. Hi, Lou. It's Lauren Winnicker Kaplan from Hillsborough, New Jersey. I just finished listening to episode 467 or 476 uh, with the top 10 cast member roles, and I thought I'd share one of my favorite cast member memories. Uh, when I was 17 going on 18, my best friend Laura and I, who, by the way, is now one of the top cast members there at uh, Walt Disney World, um, we worked all senior year of high school with after-school jobs to pay for a land and sea vacation we'd take by ourselves when we turned 18. And uh, one night, we were in the Magic Kingdom. It was extra magic hours, and there was nobody on Main Street. And we had saved up all this money. We said, we're going to go shopping. We separated, and she ran over to me after about 25 minutes um, from another shop, and she says, you have to come here. There is somebody I need you to meet. And I came across the street to another shop, and there was a guy. He, We were 18. He must have been in his early 20s. He was pretty young. Um, and he said, I'm the shoeless magician. And it was a cast member working in the shop, or maybe he wasn't, but he had no shoes and a deck of cards. And he said, come here. And the three of us sat in a giant window. I don't even know what shop this was on Main Street, but we sat in a giant window. And he sat and did card tricks for us. And I've never seen anybody like that afterwards in my many other trips to Disney World. But um, I I will never forget that. Plus, he helped us uh, buy what before it was called the Duffy Bear. He went over and helped us each pick out a Disney bear. So that was cute. But a uh, great memory that I'll never forget. So keep up the good work. It was great seeing you last October uh, at Food and Wine Festival. And I hope to see you again this year. Have a great day. Hey, Lou. Um, it is Lisa Glasner calling from back in Maryland. We're just getting settled back in after an amazing week plus in Disney. Thanks so much to you and everyone else who cheered on the runners last weekend for Princess Weekend. Um, we had a blast running. There is no feeling in the world like that turn onto Main Street during the half, um, except maybe not having to set your alarm that Monday after the races are over. Um, it was also great being in the box with you on Wednesday night. It's always fun, even if I didn't get a chance to redeem myself on Buzz Lightyear this time, so maybe next time. Um, so you made your way around the Flowering Garden Festival on Saturday. Uh, we also did a first loop before we left and sampled some of the goods. Um, I have to say everything we had was amazing. Um, so far, I think my top three savories were probably the seared scallops, the um, sugarcane shrimp skewers, and the tuna poke. And then my top three sweets were the warm strudel with berries. I loved that. Um, the strawberry tiramisu and obviously the candied strawberries were amazing. 
Um, that said, there was so much more that I wanted to try. So I think another quick research trip or two might need to happen before the festival ends. Um, oh, and also I listened to the latest show on the drive home where you covered cast member roles with Tim. And I have got to say that I have always had my sights set on the Flying Bird Lady um, in Festival of the Lion King. I have a feeling my skill set doesn't quite qualify me for the job, but a girl can dream. Anyway, that's it for now. As you know, I will be prepping around the clock for the next couple of weeks um, to get our house on the market so that we can finally make the big move. So everyone in the nation, please say a little prayer for us that this process goes smoothly. Um, love you guys. Talk to everyone soon. Bye for now. Hey, Lou. This is Zach from Bowling Green, Ohio. And I just wanted to call and say thank you for the awesome work that you're doing. Your podcast really helped me get back into into Disney after not going for a couple of years. And I'm planning out a trip right now to head down in July here in 2017. And really hoping I could see you down there if I'm, if I'm down there. And, again, thanks for all the work that you're doing. Keep up the awesome work. Thanks. You go.